everybody and welcome to Love Unlocks Live Sessions. I'm Heinz Winkler and we are so glad to have you here. Thank you for logging on and being part of this podcast, this video live stream uh, where we talk to amazing people about how God has unlocked their lives. We've had so many over this lockdown period. I saw now we, we're on guest number 44 uh, and it's been such an amazing journey and thank you for being part of it. We really appreciate you joining us and and listening to these stories, getting encouraged and sharing with others. We are so grateful for that. It's brought to you by our ministry called Love Key and Love Key exists to minister wholeness to families and unity to the body of Christ. And we believe that we need to really address the issue of cultural Christianity and fatherlessness. And we do that through stuff like this and other forms of ministry. So thank you for joining us and being part of it. I would really appreciate it if you can subscribe follow, like, and share on whichever platform you're on. Uh, this is going out live to Facebook, YouTube, and Periscope. And then afterwards, it'll be available as a podcast as well. So any, whatever way you are listening or watching, please subscribe and share with other people. We would really appreciate it so much. Uh, those of you who are logging on and joining us today, please let us know where you are logging in from. And, uh, and if you have any questions, uh, prayer requests, uh, uh, comments about what's happening today, please share that with us. We would love to hear more from you. Thank you very much. Today, um, I've got a very special guest. Uh, it's a, a man that is on fire for Jesus, passionate to see more souls come to Christ. He is currently on uh, the cover of Joy Magazine. His name is Israel Taylor. What a cool name. And he's coming to us live from Bloemfontein today. Uh, please welcome to Love Unlocks, Mr. Israel Taylor. Yes, please. Welcome, bro. How are you? Thank you, Heinz. I'm very well and uh, by the grace of Jesus Christ. So thank you so much for having me. Uh, this, is, uh, this is now new for me, people that are talking to us over these live sessions. So I'm a bit nervous, but let's go for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thank you for making time and, uh, and for being my guest today. Uh, I'm so grateful for, for my connection with the great people at Joy Magazine, uh, for introducing me to, to people like you. Uh, so I'm so glad we, we can do this today. Thank you for making time. Um, I really appreciate it. Please tell us, how are you doing? How's your family doing? How is your ministry doing? How has it been? How have you adapted to the whole COVID lockdown thing? Are you guys doing okay? Well, well, look, Heinz, for a, you know, uh, with evangelism, we understand according to the book of Acts 8, we understand that you, uh, that, that there's different types of ways of doing evangelism. Mm. But what God has, what, what God has called us for is open air mass crusades. So, uh, as you know, with the, with the lockdown now, the people couldn't gather. What we normally do is we set up a stage in open air in rural areas or wherever we're allowed to preach the gospel. But uh, that door was closed for this season. But mm. God was so amazing that when the president said, you know, we can meet uh, in groups of 50. Uh, I had a tour with a guy called Steve Pretorius who went through the Northern Cape through churches and under tent meetings, and we we kept on seeing people being saved. You know, Jesus says when he wanted to feed the five thousand, he said to he said to his disciples, "Break the people up in groups of 50. So that was <laughs> quite a vision for us, and we oh, decided wow. to go for it. And I can just tell you that in the lockdown lockdown time, we've seen amazing things, and how God has opened doors for us still to preach the gospel. 
And, uh, and people were tender-hearted, you know. People were opening this time to hear about God, you know. They were more open. So, and me and my family, I've been a lot away in this lockdown time. But I can praise God that me and my family, we're doing well. And we can only give glory for the protection of the blood of Jesus. And then also by the grace of God. Uh, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit that has been keeping us. I can tell you honestly today, and this is not trying to be all holy and whatever it's by the mercy of God that we are doing great, my friend. We are The Lord is so good in times like these. That's awesome. I'm so glad to hear that. It's very encouraging and inspiring. And, and just to know that what is possible, you know, when it seems like everything is going really badly and, and the world is falling apart, uh, God has His people in His hand and His, his, his promises are true. And uh, yes and amen. So that is so cool. Wonderful to hear that. Thank you for sharing that. Um, please tell us a little bit more about your family. I see that you've got a, a beautiful wife, beautiful child. Um, we, I love to talk about you know, marriage and family. That's our heartbeat is, is to see families be whole and great. And, and I know that being in the ministry, it, could be, it can be challenging. Um, but uh, please tell us a bit more about your wife and your, and your child. And, and, and what, what's the first word that comes to mind when you think of your wife and, and your child? Right. So I think, I think the, first, uh, the first word that comes to mind when I think of my wife is an Afrikaans word. It's called Easter. <laughs> so, uh, and also uh, more like, a, if I can say it in English, a pillar. Mm. Uh, it's 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 a great privilege for me, you know. Uh, I'm gonna be straightforward and honest here today. You know, I was I was a guy that lived in the world, and I was doing things that the Bible calls sin. You know, the letter of God that says it's sin. It's not in His ways. So until I was about 25 years old, you know, I I had an encounter with the precious Holy Spirit of God that's with us here on earth. My life changed, uh, you know, amazingly. But uh, I've got a wife. I met her by God's mercy in the church. Uh, she's been spirit-filled. She's been walking with Jesus ever since she was a little girl. Wow. And, uh, and that goes to the glory of, of godly uh, parent-in-laws. You know, uh, my, my father-in-law, my mother-in-law that, that said that, that they, they let my wife grow up in the church uh, they taught her. They taught her about a spirit-filled life that you can walk with Jesus here on earth. Mm. So my wife, my wife has been serving the Lord from a from a very young age. I think I think we are a, a very great team and a great testimony uh, uh, towards the Lord Jesus to show you uh, in two ways how Jesus can save the lost. You know, like me, how He can save the brokenhearted, how He can save somebody that's lived in the world. And how the power of the Holy Spirit through Jesus Christ can get somebody out of darkness into the light. And from the power of Satan to the power of God uh, through his son Jesus. So that's me. But with my wife, uh, you know, Jesus' power is, is manifested in a different way of how, how God can keep somebody, you know, uh, that is in the world but not from the world. Mm. That is in love with God. Mm. And that's my wife. So I think... I think by God's mercy, we, we make a great team to show the world that somebody that has lived in sin can be set free from it because he who the son sets free will He's be free indeed. indeed. Yeah. And then, and then, and then, you know, then my wife, uh, that from a young age, how she was kept by the Holy Spirit, you know. Beautiful. And uh, it's so amazing. I, I don't know if she's watching, but she will probably watch it. Uh, <laughs> uh, to give her the glory to say, you know, 
she picks up things that I, that I don't sometimes pick up as evangelist. I'm very excited. Um, I go. I first say yes to an invitation, and then I hear afterwards. You know, I first pray for people, then afterwards I hear, <laughs> should I have prayed? You know. <laughs> so, uh, but my wife, my wife is the one that that hears the inner voice of the Holy Spirit. Wow. And she's helped a lot. She's helped a lot in listening uh, with the Holy Spirit and and her unconditional love. She shows me the love. You know, evangelists can be sometimes very radical. Uh, but she is the one that that can walk with the unconditional love, and that shows the the way of unforgive of of of, of forgiveness. Yes. She's shown me patience in the house, and uh, then my little boy, he's 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 gonna go. I think this month he'll be 16 months old. His name's Andrew Michael. Uh, I've got one prayer for my son. I pray that he will uh, meet. Jesus Christ on a very, very young age, mm. uh, uh, that he doesn't have to go through what his father went through, uh, but that the Lord will sustain him from a very young age. But you can see through his personality, um, he's a very loud speaker and he screams at people. I don't know where he gets that from. So, yeah, my son is growing up and I've just got one, I've got one, um, I've got one vision and one call for God. For uh, you know, my son to be filled with the Holy Spirit from a very young age, and and awesome. to meet Jesus as his Savior, you know, yeah. and to be convicted of his sin from a very young age, mm. so so that he understands that he needs a Savior, that he'll meet Jesus on a very young age. So that's what I can say about my boy at this stage. He's keeping us out of the sleep, but, uh, <laughs> otherwise we're going for it. Shame. Yeah, listen, the first one is is uh, can be tough, and uh, but it gets better, and you get wiser, and you learn as you go. We. <laughs> We, uh, I can give you some hope, brother. We are on number four, and she sleeps wow. right through the night. So she, Crazy. you know, but but yeah, it it took three others <laughs> to get yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, I love I love the way you're talking and, and uh, the passion that I can hear in you for for the kingdom uh, and the standard that God has made available to us to to live at. I think that is so beautiful, and to know that that's possible. We've had quite a few people logging on saying hello. Um, Mariska from Mozambique, uh, JP from Bloemfontein, uh, Beverly from, oh, just she just says South Africa. All right. We've got uh, from Cape Town, um, people from Middleburg. This is so cool. Hello, everybody. We've got some people to say uh, welcome, or especially say, is our Cornei Bester say hello? How can it for you? Uh, <laughs> we've got Kathy from Makassar. Uh, Sherry says there's been incredible revival during this time when you were talking about what's happened, how you've had to adapt. She's excited about that as well. Uh, Serena from Ruval, uh, so cool. Uh, watching from Pretoria is Niels. Yeah, it's so cool. Everybody logging on saying hi. Thank you so much for being with us today, guys. This is so cool. Uh, from Kimberley, Petersburg, people from all over. This is amazing. Port Elizabeth is also represented. There we go. Now they're popping on. Suddenly, now that I'm talking about the cities, <laughs> we're seeing them come in. <laughs> That's so cool. All right, bro. Um, I'm so excited about your life and, and what God has done in your life. I, I, I have one question, though. How, how is an Afrikaans guy from Bloemfontein's name, Israel Taylor? How did that happen? <laughs> uh, well... Uh, well, my, 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 fa my father's English and my mom's Afrikaans. Ah, okay. Yeah. Is, it, is Israel a name you, you got later or you, is it actually your birth yeah, name? 
I, I got I got I got the Israel later, but okay. the surname still the same. Bought Taylor the same was there. Name. All right. Okay. Yep. So so what 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 is what's name what name is on your ID? Did you make it Israel? It's no, it's 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 Barry Clayton. Barry Clayton. Okay. That's also very yeah. English, eh? So you got from your dad's yeah, side you got the names. Yeah, that's fine. But you're a was je, wat sy school was jy in? Ek was in Vigar Park, Wurstpool. Oké, alright. En ek was ek so, bang, jy is al kan Grey College geweest, want ek sy oudpool rooster. Ja. So. <laughs> ek was vir een rikkie daar uit. Alright. Oké, awesome. Oh man, this is so exciting. I want to, I, I mean, I can pick up on the answer to this following question, but I want to ask it anyway. What is your what is your life dream? What do you want to achieve in the time that you still have on this earth? Heinz, uh, like I said in the in the magazine, and, and this this should go to the glory of God. Is I've 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 seen you know I read in the Bible of of cities, you know communities, provinces, and then a nation mm. uh, being changed. Yeah, uh, I, I believe I believe that that the true the true change that we are looking for. I'm thinking of. People are seeking for peace. I read in the book of John 14, Jesus says, my peace, I leave with you. Mm. I believe that the Bible says that the kingdom of God is, according to Romans 14, 17, the kingdom of God is of righteousness, joy, and peace. It says in the Holy Spirit. And and I believe that, that Jesus brought down the kingdom of God here on earth. And I would love to see the kingdom of God being manifested over a whole community a city, a country. We're contending for it. We're chasing for it. Good. Um, I can be honest. I can be honest with you, uh, 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 and 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 this is out of my own experience. I love what one man once said. He said, "You know, a man with an experience is not at the feet of a man with just a doctrine." <laughs> uh, I understand that another guy one day said, "You know, you can know the word of God, or you can know the God of the word." Amen. <laughs> yeah. so, so you know, with uh, with with that said, Jesus promised that He will not leave us alone. That He sent us His Holy Spirit because we are serving a Trinity, a God of a Trinity. It's God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit is with us here on earth. And I met Him. Uh, he, he ran. Uh, you know, He He introduced me to Jesus. And for me, I'm going to be plain and simple. I'm not, I don't even want to give high words. I just want to say if a city, a community can, uh, can, can be introduced uh, to Jesus by the Holy Spirit, that's my greatest desire because that is where my life changed. That is where I was set free from things that the Bible says is not from God. And that's where I met Jesus Christ. You know, the Bible says in Romans 5 verse 5 because, we, you know, we're talking on, on love key. And that's, that's what you guys are busy with. Romans 5 verse 5, when I was thinking of it this morning, the Bible says, uh, hope does not disappoint because the love of God is poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit that's given to us. Yeah. Now, yeah. So if, good. If, if you taste, if you, the Bible says it, not me. The Bible says, taste and see that the Lord is good. Now, if you, if you taste of the love of God, the Holy Spirit gives that to you. There's no turning back. Because then you know that Jesus is real. <laughs> and, Amen. And, uh, you know, Holy Spirit is with us. He doesn't need to be poured out anymore. He just, we just need hungry hearts to say, Father, or to say, God, if you're real, come and show me. So yeah. I, my, 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 my answer is straightforward. 
to you to say an outpouring, an outpouring of the Holy Spirit of Jesus Christ. Now, people sometimes say to me, why are you so focused on the Holy Spirit? Where's Jesus in the picture? Second <laughs> Corinthians three, Second Corinthians three seventeen says, the the Lord Jesus is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. That's the true freedom. That's what set me free. I, you know, my greatest desire, with tears in my eyes, is to see a whole nation being encountered by the Spirit of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So good. Yeah, man, that's that's what that's what will change a nation. That's why our hearts heartbeat as well is to see people encounter God, align with His purposes, so they can reign in life and do the same for others. That's that's when a nation changes. And uh, Amen. And uh, Jesus, uh, just to reiterate what you said, Jesus also told His disciples, "I need to go so I can send the Helper." To, to be with you uh, and and it says that you know we are the temple of the Holy Spirit because he's residing inside of us and they are yes. one they are the Trinity so yeah uh, it, it all it all works together Amen. you know Heinz is, uh, is just to uh, flow with you there you know it's I've, I've learned something so you asked me what is my greatest desire for myself I mean I mean Christianity is not a selfish God. But, but we need to encounter Him first. If we, we need to encounter His love first so that we can love others. Amen. We need to understand that Jesus forgave us so that we can forgive. Yeah. But I want to say, if you ask me today, what's my personal goal? My personal goal on earth is not just for me to say that the Holy Spirit is my best friend, but I, I would like the Holy Spirit to testify that Israel is His best friend. Amen. Yeah. So good. I like that. Uh, here's someone who says, uh, Zimkita says, go evangelist easy. <laughs> I see you, you, got a, you have a nickname already. <laughs> yeah, yeah, amen. <laughs> That's very cool. Uh, well, you've already alluded to it quite a few times. So I would love to hear the, the story of how you got saved. How did you encounter Jesus and, and went from what you were to, to what you are now? I would love to hear that story. Right, so, uh, you know, it, it, it all started by uh, a lovely parents. Uh, I give honor to my mother that always uh, spoke to us about Jesus, always wanted us to go to church. But, you know, when you're young, you fight that you have different priorities. And uh, so I went through life and I think it was about when I was 25 years old. One day I was going through a very deep dip. Um, I think depression was knocking on my door. Things were not opening for me. I couldn't finish a thing. You know, I had a five-year period and I would go work for my dad who, who was very patient with me. I give God the glory for a wonderful dad. He was patient with me. He allowed me to go play sport. He allowed me to come and work for him. Uh, but things never worked out because it just didn't give me peace in my heart what I was going for. But my dad and my mom gave me the privilege to go live life and to go see, you know, um, uh, what is out there. And then one day I just, I walked, I bumped in, because I always heard about Jesus, you know, and you would hear, especially in South Africa, which is so great, we give, uh, that's something I would like to give the leaders uh, of our country uh, honor, is that we are allowed to speak openly about Jesus, yeah. you know, and, and, uh, and not be persecuted for that. Um, but, but then one day uh, in a mall, uh, yeah, in Bluefontaine, Bluefontaine's got malls, eyes. So uh, I've heard uh, that. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I've actually so been to, day, I've, I've been to both of them, I think. <laughs> yes, yes, amen. So, so, um, so one day I bumped into a friend 
that invited me to a fellowship. And I asked him, well, what's the difference? You know, what's the difference going to be? Uh, you know, he said to me, listen, first thing is uh, have a good breakfast because the service goes out a bit long. And he said, you, you're going to have to come and, he said, you're going to have to come and see and, and for yourself, but yeah. I'm inviting you. So, so I, I went there the morning and, and you know, when I stepped in uh, immediately, I can just testify to say that in my subconscious, there was a presence that I've never, or that I've never experienced before. Not, not knowing that it was the presence of the Holy Spirit. Sure. Uh, and then, I, I saw this. I saw this man in front, and people lifting up their hands. I mean, it looked like it looked like the the uh, in on Loftus the Blue Bulls just scored the the triumph, the curry cup. You know? Yeah, yeah. And I was so. like, "What's going on?" And eventually, I realized that these people have the revelation of Jesus Christ that that defeated our enemy on the cross and died for our sins. These mm. people's hands were in the air. So they good. were worshiping. And Jesus was real. Jesus was their captain, you know, if I can call it that way. And uh, and so I, you know, then I started immediately experiencing this love of God and this man of God who is today my pastor and my spiritual leader and my father walked up to me and uh, he just said to me, "You're like Samuel in the Bible," and he said, <laughs> "God is God is calling you, but you're not hearing him." Sure. Uh, uh, you know, my next my next question to him was, "Who's Samuel?" You know, and uh, from there on, I started experiencing the manifestation uh, of the Holy Spirit, you know, signs and wonders. Now, people ask me, what are signs and wonders? And one pastor one day said it so beautifully. It's just a sign that makes you wonder. That's, that's <laughs> signs and wonders. You know, and, and uh, the Holy Spirit, the Bible says in Mark 16, 20, Jesus will confirm the word with signs and wonders, you know. Amen, and then yeah. Jesus became real to me. I started seeing healings. I started seeing miracles, wonderful things. And when, when I looked again, my heart, God was doing this subconsciously, you know. My heart was at the place to say, God, I don't want to do anything else mm. but to see people being saved and to see people weeping because you met them, mm. whether it is through a sign or a wonder or a heart's touch, whatever. And to make a long story short, I'm... Um, I, you know, I, I went to my pastor, who is my, my spiritual father, Pastor Eliseah, who I went to him and I said, teach me. I said, because I can see you are walking. Listen, I walked with this guy, not because anybody told me. Mm. I could see that he's following Jesus. I could see Jesus in his life. Sure. I could see that he, was, he wasn't sinning because he, he must not sin. Yeah. He was sinning because he stopped sinning because, or he walked with God because he wanted to. Uh, he experienced sure. the love of God, you know, and yeah, then I yeah. started following him because I saw that this man was following Jesus and Christ in him, the hope of glory. And that's when I told him, you know, teach me. Long story short, after a couple of while, it's been nine years. It's still short that I've been in full-time ministry. Wow. You know, we pitch our stage in rural areas, open airs. We go to churches. We go wherever God wants us to. And the reality of eternity in 2014, I think this is what sealed my the, the calling. In 2014, I had a dream where I saw the return of Jesus, where I, you know, where I saw that many people, myself, were, was praising God with our lips, but our hearts was far from Him. Yeah, wow. And, you know, like I said, some will be dying in their sin, you know, if mm. you don't lead to repentance. So the reality of eternity, heaven and hell, and Jesus that came to save us, just struck, hit me to understand that while we're talking with each other today, 
we understand that every second we're talking now, Heinz, uh, uh, it's, a, it's a second closer to either our death or the return of Jesus. And then eternity. Sure. Uh, and how wonderful it is that God could, you know, just uh, uh, send him whom he loved the most to come and save us, to come and forgive us. So that we can be with him forever. Hell was made for Satan and demons, not for people, man. Amen. Yeah. You know, true. But 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 if the Bible says we don't bow the knee to Jesus our Lord and Savior, uh, the wrath of God is gonna be poured out on the day of judgment. So we, like Reinhard Bonke says, one of my heroes, we want to see heaven full and hell empty. And we can't do it on our own. Jesus paid the price, we're just proclaiming it with the power of the Holy Spirit. And wherever we go, if you look like a person. We're going to preach to you <laughs> because we've got this fire inside of us to say yeah. that, you know, and, and the thing that God taught me, he says in the Bible, all nations, all nations, mm. he says, anyone who repents, there's not a, a white God, a black man's God, a brown man's God. It's the God who created all of us with one blood. You know? Amen. So, so true. In Sutu, we say, Inwe mudimu, one God, mm. and there's one Munyaku. There's one munyaku, it's one door, and, and, and it's Jesus. And that door says, whoever comes to me, I will in no way cast out. Amen. And that's the good news. You know? So, and, and then we've got the precious, Heinz, we say this in Sutu, uh, the moya or halalelan is the Holy Spirit. We've got him that is going before us, that is confirming the word in people's hearts. Mm. Are you fluent, in, are you fluent in Sutu? Uh, not fluent, but I, I'm getting there. You know, it's I, I believe it's a heavenly language. So ah. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome, man. Well done. Yes. That's amazing. Is uh, Pastor Alize is he Sutu? The, the, what, no, the, he's from he's from Ivory Coast. Oh, okay. Uh, wow. Yeah, you know, he's French. He's French speaking. You know, so. So uh, how's your so. French coming along? <laughs> wow i'm kidding <laughs> i'm wild, kidding <laughs> that's amazing but it's great i'm so that's that's so cool that you know those important terms in sutu as well that's really powerful i love it sure your, your story is is really amazing and so encouraging and i can see that you're on fire for jesus i've i started this uh, series love unlocks and my first two guests were evangelists of uh, Andre potgieter and and picard hen uh, so we started off with with fire. It was uh, it was just amazing. I love I love the the passion that that evangelists have, and it just you know encourages me. It inspires me, and uh, I love I love how you talk about these things. Uh, something that stuck out for me about your your story, the experience you had of walking into that church, and 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 seeing people going crazy as if at a at a rugby match, and I and I realized you know. I was actually thinking about this yesterday, that we've been given hands, voices, bodies for one reason, and that's to praise God. And the Bible actually instructs us very clearly to use it for that, to dance, to clap, to sing, to shout for joy. It's all instructions in the Bible. And, but, the, but the world has given us so many counterfeits of where we can put that energy that we forget to give that to God. We forget that it's actually mostly, mainly for Him. You know, there's nothing wrong with cheering at a, at a rugby match. But if you are cheering and praising the players, praising the sport, and that's your God, then that's a problem. You know, we need to reserve 
the, the our main praise and and honor and thanks for for Jesus. And so for me, when when people are in church and they're like stuck up and stand like this, I'm going. There's only one reason you, you haven't had the revelation of of what Jesus yeah. has done. Um, we need to get more people to to get that revelation. You know, if if I don't know about you, but maybe you can speak to this. When you were still in the world, uh, what what was one of the reasons you didn't want to go to church? Was it not that it looked a little boring and stuck up and there was no life? Yeah. And you know, we need to change that. We need you know, to change that. Yeah. You know, when, when, when I, you know, when, when the Holy Spirit, when Jesus' Holy Spirit, you know, changed my life, not only heard about him, but encountered him. Mm. The first, you know, one of the first things that happened is one of my, there was a, a family member that came to me and said to me, please just come back to your old life. And, and I, I, I remember, I remember saying yes. And I said, without them telling them I have a new life, they yeah. see. Yeah. So, but sure. now the second thing I, I asked them, I asked them, I said to them, you know, I asked the person, what do you want me to come back? They said, no, we want that guy that is in the, you know, and, 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 and uh, all respect, but we want that guy that is in the nightclub standing on the bar and, and dancing and shouting to the barman, give me another brandy and coke. I said, I said to the person, nothing changed except the location. Yeah. They said, what do you mean? I said, I dance now, not in there, there anymore. I'm dancing in the church. Yeah. Maybe not on the bar counter anymore, but on the pulpit now. Yeah. And, I, and, and you know, I'm saying, I'm saying, this is serious. I said, I'm not shouting for a double anymore. I'm asking for a double portion of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Another kind of spirits. <laughs> you know, sorry for being blunt about that. No, it's but, good. But that's our God. Because listen. Uh, you know that I've, I just learned something. Uh, Paul says, "Do not be drunk with wine, mm. but be filled with the Holy Spirit." Yeah, yeah. That's the peace the world is actually looking for. Amen. So true. Oh, that's powerful. Um, you, you guys are, or your, you and your ministry are featured in in the Joy Magazine this month. Uh, I'd love to encourage people to to get hold of it. And uh, there's also currently a special running for subscribing to Joy Magazine um, for 320 rand a year. They will deliver it to you, to your home, and it's pretty cool. And this article is really powerful. Uh, so please pick up this magazine, uh, the latest Joy or Yeich, and, uh, and support them as well. They are doing amazing work in bringing the good news of Jesus Christ all over this nation. Um, we know them, the people there, they're awesome. So please support them and uh, and spread the word you know you can buy a joy magazine for someone else it can be a way to open up a conversation a way to evangelize uh so use this opportunity and and make that happen i would love to yes, know yeah sorry go for it and i just want to add to that you know uh, the, the spiritual leader the the person that jesus um used to introduce me to the holy spirit they've also got a two-page um a two-page uh, what do you call it uh, spread two-page you are spread on them also in that same magazine. At the Pastor Elise. You see their picture. Yeah, and his wife, uh, Sarah. Okay. And those are the two people that have, that, that God used to uh, to change. He used them as vessels to change my life and to bring me into the calling. So That's wonderful. Know, if you want to know more about it as well, it's, it's in the <laughs> magazine. Thank you, Joy. Thank yeah, you, of Joy. course. Tell us more about divine restoration evangelism and, and what it is that you guys do and how can people... Uh, learn more about it and support you or uh, be involved with what you're doing. Right. So 
Uh, uh, firstly, is uh, you know we've uh, uh, through dreams and visions, God uh, has shown us, me and my wife and and our family. Um, he has confirmed to us that what we should follow is a pattern that God has has done through. It's a pattern that God has done through Christ for all nations. Reinhard Bonke, the late Reinhard Bonke, and the CFAN team. Um, you know they do the mass crusades. They do the open airs. So, so that's one of the um, one of the main visions that we have. We follow that as a pattern, but we realize that you know sometimes the Holy Spirit will guide you differently. Uh, but that's a pattern that we follow. So we go out into South Africa, especially the Platteland. What do you call that in English? Flatlands. R- rural area. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so we uh, we go we go to uh, we we go to this small uh, town. Uh, decline plotlands and dorpies, you know, and, yeah, and yeah. we go to the we go to the rural areas, and we have open air crusades there. There's about a people of you can count between five thousand to ten thousand people. Sure, where we set up a stage where God's been so faithful with many uh, financial supporters and friends. I want to thank them today as well. They all know who they are. They wouldn't want me to call their names. But they're so part of this team, you know. They allow us, you know. God works through them to allow us to go preach this gospel for free. Uh, by God's yeah. mercy, God hasn't set it on our heart to take an offering. You know, when we preach the gospel, so freely we have received, freely we want to give. That's good. God has blessed us with a stage, with sound systems. So we go open air and we just go and proclaim the gospel. I've got a, God has blessed me with a wonderful team that is working around us. Um, uh, Sean, JP, Volber, uh, the guys go out before us and they go and invite people. Uh, so that's our mainstream, and then what we also do is uh, we, we when when uh, 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 churches invite us to come and talk. When we go to churches, uh, Heinz, we you know to the unbeliever we preach Jesus Christ, uh, but to the believer we preach the Holy Spirit. Amen. Uh, and and we we believe that every Christian, every born again believer that that has been convicted of their sin and, and has been convicted that Jesus is the Savior needs uh, needs to go through the baptism of the Holy Spirit, to yes. know Jesus as the baptizer of the, in the Holy Spirit, because that's where the power lies for us to witness. Amen. So we believe in that, in the pattern of the Bible. So so that's our mainstream. Then, then we have, uh, you know, we have uh, uh, also in our ministry, we have Volber and JP that go on street ministry one-on-ones. They go stand on the corners of the street with a speaker and they preach the gospel, you know, in the public. Wow. You know, they go into malls, they, they, they speak to people. And I want to honor them this, this morning because that's not an easy, it's not an easy ministry. No. You know? They go right slap in the middle of, of the center of the cities and towns and they just start preaching the gospel. Um, mm. I can tell you a quick um, I can tell you a quick one. I don't know. You can cut me off on this one if you want to. Uh, but I've got a one. <laughs> Testimony, you know, they go, no, go a week for it. before two, uh, two weeks or a week before we go on. You know, when we have our open airs, they go into that area where they give out pamphlets and they invite people to come who need healing, who needs uh, savior. So we want to take the whole community. So the one day, uh, the there was a there was a, a club in 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 the town, and the, the music was very very loud. So my team, uh, JP and Volvo, went in there, asked the owner. Can they have five minutes on the speaker with a mic? So the club stopped the whole music and everything. Wow. And there these people were. And they they invited the people to come to the crusade. 
And yeah. I said to the people, you know, you can be set free for free. <laughs> you can receive peace for free. Jesus wow. Christ, come to them. And we saw over a thousand people saved uh, in that, uh, you know, yeah. in those four days. Amazing. The gospel there. And today, I just want to say to the people also, you know, we're not so focused on the numbers, but but we, we can keep the numbers because we need to give those salvation pamphlets back to the pastors in the areas. You know, so that's how we know when somebody, you know, how many people gave their life to Jesus for the first time mm. in, in an area. So, so that's what we do. We preach uh, Jesus to the unbeliever wherever we can. We have the mass crusades. We're not there where we are yet, but we're so thankful um, for a team like Christ for Nations in his name ministry, Tamron Clintworth uh, uh, and Samuel, uh, the evangelist that works with her. They, they're great support to us. They're teaching us and we are still learning, but we want to go for the, we want to go, you know, the Bible says when it comes to evangelism, Matthew 13, the Bible says throw in the nets. So, you know, I've seen, I've seen two people being saved. Now, when I get two people being saved, I ask myself the question, God, why can't you do it to 20,000? Mm, amen. Because sure. it's the Spirit doing it. And we and that's what we want. We want many people. And the Bible says that Jesus wants the whole world to hear about him and believe that he's the Savior. Yeah. So we, we want to reach as many people as we can. That's so good. I want to ask you a difficult question, potentially, um, because I, I've got the privilege of, of uh, meeting, hanging out with different uh, Christians from different denominations, backgrounds, focuses uh, in inside the body of Christ, and one of the one of the things that I hear spoken of a lot is um, it's almost it almost seems like there's a tension between people who believe you know it's all about discipleship and people who believe it's all about evangelism. So, right. but obviously it's supposed to work together. Um, right. how, what how do you guys make sure that those thousand, thousands of people are in some way, there's a, there's a place for them to go to be followed up and discipled? Um, or do you, do you just go on these crusades and your main focus is get people saved and then move on? Or what is your strategy? What is your plan around that? So, uh, so according to scripture in Matthew 13, Heinz, uh, you find, I find more or less the example of the evangelist. Um, the, the Bible says, Jesus said the kingdom of God is somebody that goes out into the deep waters with a boat and throws in the nets and then draws out and brings it to shore. Mm. And then he says, and then they separate the good from the bad. Then Jesus gives the parable. He says, the kingdom of God is like that. He says, and then at the end of the age, the angels are going to separate the good from the bad. So for me as an evangelist, what we do is and what we've been taught, my pastor Alizé teaches me that way. It's in line with what Reinhard Bonnke does. I like what Reinhard Bonnke did. It speaks to my heart. Um, so, so what we've been taught is we go into an area. Our heart is not so much to start a church in an area. Yeah. For, for me as an evangelist, I need to go throw in the nets. But we use the churches in the areas, we use them as the boat. Okay. So when we draw out the fish or when we throw out the, in, in the nets and we draw them in. So what we do at Divine Restoration Evangelist, Evangelism is we work with the pastors in the area. So our first, our, first, uh, our first main priority is to build relationship with the pastors in the area. 
We give them material on the foundation of Jesus. We give them material on how to disciple a new convert or a newborn believer. I don't like the word convert, but newborn believer. That's awesome. We, we, we work with that. So what we do is then when we go into the area, we have a salvation pamphlet. So the pamphlet consists of when you now gave your life to Jesus for the very first time and you are now starting with Jesus. We tell the people that when you give your life to Jesus and the Holy Spirit has convicted you of your sin and that Jesus is the Savior, we tell them that's the start. So we, you know, when people ask us, what shall we do to enter the kingdom now? Mm. Then we say, repent, be baptized, receive the Holy Spirit as Acts 2, uh, 38. But we tell the people if the Holy Spirit convicts them, we give them an opportunity so that they can. And then what we do is on our pamphlet is to show them what happened and then to encourage them to go to a church close by. Yeah. Then at the back of our pamphlet lines, we have a tear off where you write your name and your number and your section. So then all those all those that, that give their name and their number, what we do is all those pamphlets at the end of the four-day crusade or five-day crusade, we go to the pastors and we, we, we dish out those pamphlets with the names and the numbers in the sections of those pastors. So then we encourage them. Then by God's mercy through our partners also, we give every pastor, we give them airtime on their phone to make the first phone call. <laughs> to that new born again believer. Wow. And then cool. to, to ask that to ask that believer to invite him to his church and to say he can come for discipleship and a follow-up. After our crusade, it's important that we tell the people, don't forsake the gathering of the saints. Yes. Go to a pastor or a church that is close in your environment. Amazing. But our job, according to Jesus, is not to say who is saved and who's not really saved to discern. Jesus said that will be the angel's jobs at the end of age. They will come and separate the good from the bad. I want to say also with this, many people ask me, so when you go to a crusade and there's not pastors to work with, you know, what we do is we keep on preaching the gospel because I've seen at places where we've had the privilege by God to preach the gospel on the Monday, people get saved. By the Saturday, the person dies. Yo. Wow. So I, for discipleship. But I, what, I, what I want to say is it's not going to stop me to keep on preaching the gospel because there are people that, that, that are going to die tomorrow. Yes, There are people dying while we are talking now. The main job as an evangelist is to preach the gospel with the power of the Holy Spirit that the Holy Spirit can have an opportunity to convict people of their sin, to draw them to Jesus mm. as their Savior, mm. to get them saved and clean, cleaned up, get them baptized and filled with the Holy Spirit. According to Acts 8, the Bible says when Philip went, the evangelist, went to go preach the gospel, he cast out demons, healed the sick, he baptized the people. Peter and John came to lay hands on them. They received the Holy Spirit. Then Jesus said the, uh, Jesus said to Philip, now move to the next town. Mm, sure. So as evangelist, you've got to preach the gospel with the Holy Spirit and move on. Yeah. Even Jesus himself said it. He said, I need to move on to Galilee because not only these people need to hear so that's the job as, uh, of the evangelist. And that's why it's so wonderful, the fivefold ministry where you have the apostle, the prophet, the pastors. We work with them in that community. So we come to throw in the nets for them. And by God's mercy, Heinz, I'm so excited to thank God for this today and for our partners. No pastor had ever had to come and pay something or give something financially. God has done. We go there for free. Mm. 
Uh, uh, but but God provides. I I gotta give. I'm boasting about God. Yes. Now, okay? Amen. As Jehovah Jireh, that has helped us to go and to go and and help the communities and the pastors in those areas. So we love to give the people over to the pastors. We believe in discipleship. A lot of our our finances go into the follow-up system afterwards. Awesome. And and so Bernard Bonke has taught, has taught us that. So so we believe in discipleship, but I want to say this uh, radically today, not in arrogance, but in confidence. It cannot stop us. Discipleship cannot stop us from preaching the gospel because you might get somebody today that's going to get saved. And tomorrow or Thursday, it's their time to go back to eternity. That's good. I think I think it's a balance. I don't think it's a... They, the things are at loggerheads. And I, I love the fact that you guys have a, a very practical plan and system in place. I think that's that's healthy, that's powerful, and it, it makes so much sense. Thank you for explaining that. I think that helps a lot of people to to understand what you guys are doing and to even go, yes, I'll support that because that is actually changing lives. That's building the kingdom. So, uh, yeah, thank you for that. I really appreciate that. Um, I, I would love to know if... What, what is on your heart to, to share with the church in general in South Africa? Where, where do you think we're at as a church? And what, what encouragement do you have? And maybe, you know, what admonition do you have for, for the church at this stage? And how do we navigate going forward and be effective? Right. Uh, as a young man... <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna answer this as a person that's on fire for God. Um, this is the greatest time for the Church of South Africa. Mm. The time we are living in now is the greatest time for the Church to arise. And and I want to encourage the churches. I want to say, uh, for me as an evangelist, we. The people know where we go to minister. They get used to us. We don't speak denomination. Mm. We we do not we we do not speak from this church and that church. We're talking the church of Jesus Christ. Now that I believe in denominations because God Jesus has a body. He's got a hand. He's got a foot. And wherever the person fits in is great. The name of of the fellowship is amazing to us. But it's got to be submissive under the head, Jesus Christ. That's what my leader teaches me. Now, the first thing is, for the church, I believe, if you ask me as a young man, God forgive me, I will not speak against his church. Because it's his bride, it's his body. And I don't want to talk against God's body. He, God knows what he's doing with his body. But I want to say this, Heinz. If we can get the foundation right according to the scripture, if the foundation of the church is right, the walls will not fail, the, the roof will not come down. And the church, the, we, we are supposed to be the voice of South Africa. Yes. The church of Jesus Christ. Amen. We, the people should come and ask us, what is the Lord saying? They should follow the advice. But I'll tell you one thing, that, 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 is happening in South Africa, which I'm very excited about. More and more people are turning back to the scriptures when it comes to their foundation and their vision of the church. Mm. The vision should be the New Testament church. Acts chapter 2, 
verse 38. Repent, believe in Jesus Christ, be baptized, and receive the Holy Spirit as in the pattern of the Bible. I would say... And then share that, that with is, others. <laughs> uh, 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 I, I would say, because... Uh, I, would, I would tell you this. According to Scripture and according to Jesus, I'll answer you what Jesus is answering. In Acts chapter 1, Jesus is risen from the dead. He's going back to heaven to prepare a place for us. Mm. And then he says in John 14, I will return and I will receive you to myself and you will be with me where I am. That's in heaven with God. But now I'm thinking to myself, he has to give his last instruction to the believers in Acts 1. The last instruction. Now, what would be your last instruction before you leave your loved ones and then you're going to return later? Jesus' last instruction was, You've heard from me that John baptizes with water to repentance. But he says, you shall receive the Holy Spirit not many days from now. He says, now go to Jerusalem and wait in the upper room for the promise. Mm. Now watch what the disciples ask him. 500 believers are standing in front of him. They asking him in, in Acts 1 verse 6, they ask him, Lord, what? Uh, when are you going to restore mm. the nation mm. back to its right place? So they're asking, we want restoration in our country. Yeah. Listen to the answer of Jesus, because that's many of our questions to God. God, when are you going to restore our country? You want to know what Jesus' answer is? He says, it's not for you to know the time and season, mm. what God has put for. He says, but in verse 8, he says, but. You shall receive power mm. when the Holy Spirit comes upon you to witness for me in, in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. So Jesus' last instruction was, seek for the empowerment and the relationship with the Holy Spirit. He says, and when you have that power and you witness, it's going to have a ripple effect and your country will be saved. Amen. So good. God gives in His Word, gives a promise. God promises in 2 Corinthians, uh, is it 2 Corinthians 7 verse 14? It's one that one of the fathers of our nation, Uncle Angus, quotes a lot. He says, if my people will humble themselves, pray, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways. What does God say then? He says, then I shall hear and mm. come and do what? Mm. Heal a couple of people. No, he says, I'll come and heal the land. Yeah. Now, now, the disciples were asking about the land in Acts 1 verse 6. Jesus said, get the Holy Spirit. So, so my heart is to say, if I may speak to the church as a young man, as Stephen in Acts 7, <laughs> as a young man, I'm just excited to know that there is hope. But there's one hope. Luke 3, Luke 3 verse 16. John says, I baptize with water, but the one coming after me is going to baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. Mm. You know, we, we all know in South Africa know John 3.16. But we should be acquainted to Luke 3.16 also. John 3.16 says, for God so loved the world that he sent his son. But John the Baptist introduces him and gives him another name. Yeah. Like Israel, Izzy, Taylor. He's got it. The, 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 John 1.29, John says the one... Who, Jesus, the one, the lamb who takes away the sin of the world. Mm. But then in another place, he comes and says, 
He's called the baptizing the Holy Spirit and fire. Sure. So good. I'll tell you something if I can speak to the country. If I can speak to the country. Yeah. I don't care. As Israel Taylor, I don't care what color of skin my president is. I'm praying for a president that has repented towards God, has faith towards Jesus, and is filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen. I'll follow him. I don't care what color he is. Amen. Amen. I'm with you there. Absolutely. And the leaders Amen. around him. You know, Hugs, one of the pastors here at our church the other day was laughing. Somebody came to him and said, you know, we hear that your, your pastor's a black man. And uh, the, the, that pastor gave such a beautiful answer back. He said, you know what? We don't know. We haven't asked him yet. <laughs> we haven't asked him yet. Yeah. Because we don't see the color of the skin of, of my pastor. We see the spirit of God upon him. We see Jesus inside of him. Amen. So good. Hallelujah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting carried away. <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. I love your passion. It's so, so that's good. That's my answer. That's so good. The Holy Spirit's here, Heinz. The Holy Spirit's here. We shouldn't ask Him to come down. He's here. But we, sh we should surrender to Him. Yeah. And let Him do it the way He does it. Our, our greatest, uh, one of, you know, going all over the country, the biggest fights is about the baptism, Heinz. Mm, yeah. And if, if we want the baptism of the Holy Spirit, we should want it like in the pattern of the Bible. Yes. Fire no, upon us. I think Man, it's one of the yeah. I think it's one of the biggest lies that the the enemy successfully got into a lot of traditional churches, and that's withholding the body of Christ from living in the fullness that there is. And it's so important. And, I, and I, part of the reason that it's done that is because there there have been some people that have made a mockery out of it. Also took it to the the other side that is not healthy. But to completely ignore it because it seems weird is is losing out on on so much of what God has given us. Um, you know, we, we we tend to ignore certain scriptures just because it's not convenient. Um, but we have to be careful because the whole word of God is the word of God. And and I I, I want to say this today. I, I was you're looking you 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 are listening. You interviewing a man. That, that was confused and made a mockery mm. out, of, out of the work of the Holy Spirit when I saw it for the first time. Sure. But, 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 but by God's mercy, I did it ignorantly. Mm. But when I tasted of it, Heinz, <laughs> I tell you, there's nothing that compares to the Holy Spirit and the person of the Holy Spirit. You know, it, it brings tears to my eyes to say, God, thank you for having mercy on me. Mm. And thank you for thank you for not leaving us alone and sending your spirit to us. Yes, amen. So good. And and as I can tell you, just to say with that, hey, is that I understand that I'm not phased when people are confused and when people make a mockery out of it. Do you read in Acts chapter two the first time the Holy Spirit came upon the believers? The Bible says in Acts two verse six from verse six you read on the Bible says after they were filled with the Holy Spirit, the people were confused. Mm. And many mocked and said that mm. these are drunk with wine. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Sure. No, we have to be careful what we assume based on our own perceptions and veils that we carry. Uh, whenever I get the chance to preach, I, I always ask people to make a, a concerted effort to say, I'm going to lay down all my preconceived ideas and I'm going to be open to what God wants to say and what His Spirit wants to do. Because otherwise, we can easily miss an encounter. Because uh, you can have 100 people in the same venue, and 
half can have one experience and the other half another experience and all about whether they've made themselves available it's like what you say you know for me the, the picture of the fact that the holy spirit is here but we we need to surrender to him is very much like um i remember when i was little and i thought that when i turned on the radio that they started playing the music that i was hearing that i you know i turned it on um but later obviously realized that no it's broadcasting 24 7 but I am only tuning into the station at that moment. Oh. And that's the right. same way the, the, that God is. His presence is here. His Holy Spirit is here. We just need to tune in. We need to get onto His frequency to see, to feel, to experience what He wants to do. Um, and, I, yeah, I mean, I, I remember that, that quote now from, I think it's Tim Keller, who says, there's only two kinds of people in this world. The ones who say, Lord, let your will be done. And those where God goes, okay, let your will be done. <laughs> Just, sure. Sure. And it, that's, the, that's really the difference. Um, and we have to be sure, sure that we are on the side where we say, Lord, let your will be done. So, uh, and, yeah. and, I, and I, you know, Heinz, the will of God. Now, the question is, what is the will of God? Mm. In our time, our dispensation mm. is God wants to pour out His Spirit yeah. on all flesh. Yes. And, but the thing is, that, and I want to say this today, and glory to Him, the Holy Spirit is not an it. Mm. It's a person. Amen. He's a person. Yeah. We can know Him like me and you talking right now. Yeah. And, and he's, he's Jesus without a body here on earth. Mm. And He's here. And you know why He doesn't have a body? Because He wants to live in ours. He wants to live with us. And it's like Jesus walking on earth. Many people say, ah, oh, it would have been great to, to be in the time where Jesus walked the earth. Yes. But now we have the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And, 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 and you know what's so wonderful about, about I want to add to that. You know, do you want to see people change? In 1 Samuel 10 verse 6, Samuel says to Saul, he says, when the Spirit comes upon you, you'll be a changed man. Mm. So if we want change, the Spirit needs to come. Do we want people to understand that, that they've sinned, you know, in our country? The, Jesus said it in John 16, 8. He said, when the Spirit comes, He'll convict the world of sin. Do you want people, do you want people's broken hearts to be healed? Jesus said in Luke 4, 18, the Spirit of God's upon me. Mm. And He's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Watch what He says next. To heal the brokenhearted. Yeah. That's the job of the Holy Spirit, to heal the brokenhearted. Yeah. And then he says, you want people to experience God's love? Romans 5 verse 5. The love of God is poured out in our hearts. By who? God. No, by the Holy Spirit. Mm. So, so, so it's all the Holy Spirit. And, and I would just think, and it's happening in South Africa. People are all the more not just hearing about Jesus. They are now saying, we want this relationship with the Holy Spirit of Jesus. We want to be baptized, filled with Him. You know, we want to be empowered by Him. And it's happening. And that's where the change is coming. So good. Well, can I, can, I, can I ask you, well, I want to make an invitation to those that are watching and listening. If you, um, if you want to receive salvation, the baptism of the Holy Spirit today, I think we, we, we want to do that today. We want to give an opportunity Wherever you are uh, tuning in, from, I see there's even someone from England who is tuning in. Uh, we really have people from all over the, the globe. And uh, we would love to give an opportunity for that to happen. So if I, I would like to ask you, Israel, if you can um, lead people in a prayer of salvation. 
um, a prayer of receiving the Holy Spirit. And if, if there are people who have specific uh, things they need healing from, um, you can pop that on here and we'll see if we can get to that. But let's focus right. on on the salvation and the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Is that good with you? Uh, right. Okay. Yeah, sure. I, you know, I, I just want to say today that, that before I start is if there are listen, listeners that are tuned in here right today and you're feeling the draw of the Holy Spirit to come to Jesus, mm. it's, it's very important that the Holy Spirit needs to draw you. And I want to say today, God is not phased. I, I know a little bit about God, okay? And I'm still learning still a lot. But there's one thing I know about Him. He's not phased when you come and say to Him, God, I need to know that you're real. Mm, mm. But then you've got to put on your seatbelt because the Holy Spirit's going to come and hit you with the love of God. <laughs> and He's going to come and show you that you, are, that you are loved and that He wants to forgive your sins. Now listen, the Bible says, that all have fallen short of the glory of God. Mm. So, so God's not looking for excuses. He's looking for those who realize. Because, listen, God has already caught us out. In His Word, He says, you've fallen short. You've sinned. You've done wrong. So He's looking not for excuses. He's looking for those to realize that they've fallen short of the glory mm. of God. Now the Bible says that God so loved you that if you realize that you're a sinner, and you don't have excuses today. And you come before God and you say, God, I recognize that I'm a sinner. I've messed up. And I know that, I, that there's eternal life. There's heaven and hell. I know that you don't want me to go to hell. I and that's one of the reasons you came to save me. Not the only one, but one of the reasons Jesus came to die for us on earth. On the cross for our sins. Rose from the dead and said, I've overcome death. And he says, he's the munyaku. He's the dog. And he said, you, if you come to me, I will forgive you. Isaiah 1 verse 18 says, no matter what you've done wrong, no matter what sin you've done, you can be red as grape juice of sin. The Bible says God wants to forgive you and he will forgive you and he will cleanse you from all your sins. That's a good God. And he does it through Jesus, no one else. You don't need to go seek another way. Jesus is the way. Amen. It's easy and simple. And the Bible says that Jesus did a hard work on the cross for you. So that you don't have to pay the price. And I want to tell you today that eternal life can be yours. Your life on earth is this short, my friend. And then eternal life starts and it's forever. And there's two places there. There's not four political parties there that you can vote. You've got to make the decision. The Bible says in the book of Ezekiel, God says he takes no delight in the death of the wicked. Mm. He says, therefore, turn to me. Repent, stand before God and say, look. And then some of you, you're sitting here right now. You're thinking, yes, Lord, but I'm stuck with this alcohol problem. I've got an alcohol problem. Listen, Jesus says, not only if you confess your sins that he'll forgive you. He says he will take away. He'll cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Mm. You're looking at a man that had habitual sin in his life. That Jesus forgave me, but the Holy Spirit set me free. And you can be set free today. The question is just, do you want to be set free? Amen. And I want to encourage you. Don't look for an excuse. Come before him today and say, Lord, I've sinned. The Bible says, then if you cry out to God and say, Lord, I'm sorry. And you turn with faith, believing that Jesus Christ had died for you on the cross. And he rose from the dead. The Bible says, if you cry out to Jesus to say, have mercy on me. He's going to have mercy on you. The Bible says he wants to forgive you. The Bible says that the kingdom of God is now for the sinner. Mm. The Bible says he wants to forgive you and cleanse you. My friend. 
Your time is running out. While we're talking here, one second closer to your death every time. You're going to have to face it sometime. You're either going to die or you, Jesus is going to return. And you've got to get your eternal value right. And Jesus paid the price for that value. You can just come to him and say, Lord, would you cleanse me with your blood? Thank you for coming into my heart. Now, there are some of you that started well with Jesus. But, but you went off the road. It's with Jesus. I want to tell you something about Jesus. He does, he's not focused on how you start. He's focused on how you're going to finish. Mm. And some of you have gone astray. Maybe it was doubt. Maybe it was the circumstances around you. There's someone listening today. You left the church of Jesus Christ because somebody hurt you in the church. I want to tell you something. It wasn't Jesus that hurt you. It was somebody that was in his church. Yeah. Why do you run away from Jesus if it was somebody that hurt you? Mm. People make mistakes. Man. Come back to Jesus. You were called for the ministry. You were doing well in that church and you got offended. The Bible says, don't let a root of bitterness come up in your heart, lest you fall short. I want to tell you today that you've got, that has gone astray. You're still breathing. You're still alive. Jesus is not back yet. His grace is for you. The Bible says he's patient and he's long-suffering. He's looking for all to repent. You can repent today. Mm. And I'm not going to lead you into a prayer. I'm going to tell you how this works. You're going to go on your knees and you're going to ask God because God is waiting for you. He's waiting for you. The Bible says his arms are open. He's looking for you to come back. And he's calling you into his kingdom. I want to say to you today, if you want to surrender to Jesus, you can go down on your knees there where you are. Or if you are driving, don't go down on your knees because we still need you here on earth. <laughs> Just shout out to Jesus right now. Say, God, I repent of my sins towards you. And I have faith in Jesus, your gift of cleansing me and forgiving me. And then you say, Holy Spirit, come into my heart. Seal mm. my salvation mm. and show me that God is real. I need to know that he's real. And you will, I believe that I'm believing for you in Jesus' name, that God will enter with his presence of peace and joy and love into your room right now. Sure. And it's over. It's over with the work of the devil. And then I want to encourage you, get into, listen to me, get into a fellowship yes. of believers. But it must be people that believe in the working of the Holy Spirit in mm. these last days. Mm. That's what I encourage you with. Somebody that believes in the working of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So good. Thank you, brother. Appreciate that. Will you please end off with uh, a prayer for everybody listening and watching and, and for our nation? I, I would love for you to pray for the church and for our nation and uh, that God will do the things through us that you are speaking of and that we will be available and that that revival that we all believe is near will, will start manifesting. Right. I'm going to pray this. I'm, I'm going to pray the word, Heinz. Good. I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray like Joel prayed. And he said, let the ministers of the gospel say to the Lord, Lord, have mercy and spare your people. Mm. I'm going to pray that Jesus, your Holy Spirit will come, come and convict our country that we have sinned against you. Mm. And I'm going to ask, Lord, that you will have mercy on us. I'm going to pray like in Zechariah 1, Father, where if you were angry with the fathers that went before us, you promised that if us as a generation turn back to you, you will turn back to us. Mm. I'm praying, Father, that you will forgive us of our sin and our iniquity. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you will come into our hearts and convict us. I pray, Holy Spirit, 
that you will come and pour out your love in our hearts. Come and show us that Jesus is Lord. And then, Father, I want to come and pray that Holy Spirit, that South Africa will bow the knee and submit to the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit only. Yes. In spirit, soul, and body. Yes. Lord, that we will turn from all these other religions and traditions that we have followed mm. that is not of you. Have mercy on us and come and teach us your way in South Africa. Yes, and I pray, Father, that in the name of Jesus, the Holy Spirit will come and lead us in such a way that other countries all over the world will come to see what has changed. What does this country have? So that they can see that God can speak to the cornfields. God can speak to the farmer's lands. God can speak to the businessman's business. God can change an econ economy in one day. Yes. If the people turn to him. Yeah. Father, there's one more hope. And that is your son, Jesus Christ, with the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Would you do it to South Africa? Mm. Holy Spirit, I stand here as a man before you to say and to realize we cannot do it on our own. It's time that it gets set out of our hands and put into the hands of the Holy Spirit. Yes, Lord. I just want to pray, Lord, as a young evangelist, as a young man that, that has been touched by you, that have been changed by you. Lord, do it to our whole country. We cry out. Spare your people. I, I just want to say, sorry, I hope my wife is not watching. Heinz, you gotta, you got to help me with this one because you're the worshiper. <laughs> the, there's one song that goes, if the Holy Spirit comes down, Africa will be saved. Amen. Yes. Are you going to sing it That's now? My <laughs> That's it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I want to pray for you and your family. Lord Jesus, I thank you for Israel and his, his wife and his son, for his ministry, for his team, for the opportunities that you have already lined up for them. And for those that don't even know about, Lord, I thank you that you bless them, you strengthen them. And as you have already provided, Lord, I pray that you will increase that provision, that you will increase their partners, people that are walking with them. I thank you, Lord, that they are in a position where they can freely share what they have been freely given. I pray that that will just increase. And I thank you, Lord, that more lives will be touched and changed by your Holy Spirit as they move forward in their ministry. Lord, I thank you that you bless him and his wife and their marriage. I thank you that you protect them, that you bring your hedge of protection around them, your wall of fire, your angels and your blood, Lord. And that you, also with their family, with their boy, that you will do the same. We thank you that we can ask that you will protect them. Um, we pray Psalm 91 over them, Lord, that if they make you their dwelling place, that you will protect their dwelling place. And we thank you for that and we speak that over them. Lord, I thank you that you will bless and protect each one of his team. And uh, as they go forward and do more of this work for you, Lord, that they will find open doors, favor, divine connections, and see millions come to Christ. We thank you for yes. that in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Hi. Amen. Heinz, can I just pray one more, one more prayer for of, South Africa of and then course. go out to the world? Please. This is my desire. That the world and South Africa will not only know Jesus as the Lamb who takes away the sin of the world, but that the South Africa going out to the world will know Jesus as the baptizer in the Holy Spirit and fire also. Mm. That he will seal our, our salvation. Mm. That's my prayer. I don't want to be shy of the Holy Spirit. 
of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. That's so good. I think that's so important because if we get if if we only focus on getting saved and getting a ticket to heaven, we we don't enter into the fullness of what we can experience and share in this time that we're on this earth. So, yeah, I, I agree with you, bro. We we need to receive all of what God has for us. And uh, that's so good. I uh, on, sun, on Sunday, I, I spoke at a church and I spoke about uh, the idea of legacy, the idea of no lotting scope. What is it that we leave behind? And, and I just felt God show me that we can only give what we have received. And we can only give to the extent that we have received. So if, if and I, I saw this picture of, a, of a, just a simple example of a slab chocolate. If, if, let's say, what God has prepared for us is a full, big slab of chocolate, and we come and we just break off one little block and we go in our merry way, and God is like, well, there's a whole other slab that you're not taking. And I'm giving it to you. And and we lose out on so much. And we go, no, no, no. I just want my little ticket to heaven. And now I'm going to hide yeah. somewhere until you come back. Like, no. Did, we, there are millions yeah. that, are, that needs to hear this message. And you can walk in power and authority with what God has done. And, and bring that to it, the sphere that you have been given by God. With the gifts you've been given. The talents you've been given. So let's. Let's receive all of what God has for us, not just bits and pieces and ignore some scripture. Let's walk in the fullness of it and, and let God's love unlock every area of our lives so we can walk in that. And that's really my yes. heart's desire for our nation as well. Yeah. You know, the, the picture I see, I used to finish off with that. The picture that I see is, you know, you can ask any guy in construction and building. If the foundation is not right, Amen. Uh, you know, you can't build the walls, but you know, you can't just build a foundation with cement. Mm. You need water and stone and cement to mix it. Mm. And the foundation of Christianity is in Acts 2 verse 38. Repent, be baptized and receive the Holy Spirit. If you, if you have those three as a foundation, mm. then we can start building the walls. But Amen. you can't just, you can't start building with just repentance. You can't start building with just faith in Jesus. You gotta get the baptism, the baptisms of water and the Holy Spirit with repentance, and our country will change. Amen. So good. Thank you so much for your time, uh, Israel, and uh, thank you for your team and everybody who's made this possible. I uh, just want to thank the guys from Joy Magazine again uh, for yeah. making this possible. And uh, remember, you can grab the new copy of Joy with the story of Israel. and Also, the pastor he spoke about, Pastor uh, Elize and his wife and their testimony. And you can also subscribe right now and get it at an amazing price and deliver it to your home. So make sure you uh, don't miss out on that. Israel, thank you so much uh, for your time. I'm so encouraged and inspired. I'm sure everyone who listened is as well. Uh, may God bless you and, and just take you from strength to strength and glory to glory. And thank you for your humble heart and your passion for Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Um, I really appreciate it and I honor you for that. And uh, I also honor your leaders for discipling you so well and uh, look forward to seeing what God is going to do through your ministry. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you, Heinz, and I, I just want to thank the Lord Jesus. May his name be lifted up. And thank you so much for your servant heart. And uh, we are longing to see also what God's going to do in your life as we are a body together. And, uh, you know, I think it was I, I think it was my mom 
that freaked out when she when I said no, I'm going to do this. So, uh, I think she would want to meet you also sometime. So you're very welcome. Uh, of course. You can contact and come and stay over. We'll bless you with that. May God Thank bless you. you. Thank you Thank so you. much. Thank you. You too, man. Let's run the race. Finish it up. Thank you. Amen. All right. Thank bye -bye. you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Wow, what an amazing, amazing chat. Um, I'm so glad that we could have him on the program today. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching and listening. I really appreciate you guys for all, everyone that was online live, everyone that's listening afterwards. Um, if you're listening to this podcast, I thank you so much. Please remember to subscribe, to follow, to like, and to share this with as many people as possible because these these are very important conversations and important things that people need to hear. And I would love for you to help us spread the word uh, in terms of that. I want to remind you also quickly about my wife and I, the marriage seminar that we're doing called Let's Talk Marriage. It's We're currently busy with a 10-week, once-a-week online seminar on Thursday nights. Uh, we are halfway through. But you can still join. That's the good news. You can still join us. You get your ticket on Quicket. Just go to the link in this post and you'll find the link to the tickets. And you can join us. You can catch up on what you've missed and start joining us live. Tomorrow, uh, this Thursday, we are talking about sex and intimacy. And uh, we believe that God has a very special message on that for us to just re come back to His original design for what that is supposed to look like. So please join us for that. Whether you are married, engaged in a serious relationship or single, everyone is welcome. Please come and join us and make sure we want to see marriages thrive. We want to see families thrive in this nation. So please come and join us for that. Um, I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your day and week. I'm going to play out with just a snippet of my new song, Our Nation. And you can go and watch the rest or listen to the rest also on YouTube and on any digital platform. So please enjoy this little clip of Our Nation and make sure you go and listen to it and share with everybody as we pray today. That, the, that God's presence, that His Holy Spirit will fill this nation, that we will always remember it belongs to Him in the first place. Thank you so much. God bless you. And remember, God's love can unlock anything in your life. Are done watching our home slip away Corruption and crime and moral decay We will model the truth, the life, the way We declare and decree that our land is free From fear and from hate and from curses decree We're united in Christ, we agree Yeah.